This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome. This is the Retro Report, Barnsley FC's longest-running podcast, and we are proud to be part of the TalkSport Fans Network. As always, the team is assembled over uh, at the other side of the Pennines, a man who has cycled more than a 1,000 miles this summer alone. It's Retro Report. Ian, good evening, Ian. How are we feeling? Tired. <laughs> Very well. How are you? Tired, yeah. Me bloody Gooch is killing. No, I'm all right. <laughs> and can you not afford a car, mate? A bit poor, that. Buy a yeah. car. You never, you never no, a clean one if you can. Too busy getting, it's too busy getting covered in Sahara Desert. <laughs> <laughs> and also with this, you've just heard him. A man who um, needs the stage this evening because he says he's got some big news. It is, of course, Steve Andrews. Good evening, Steve. How are you? Good evening. Don't build it up that much. It's not that bleeding exciting. No, it says on there, Steve, more money than sense. You put on, on Twitter, you announced to the world, being the funniest presenter, that you had big news to share. <laughs> so, before we start, I hand over to you. On, I'm just trying to think what day it was, last Saturday, I went down to Oakwell in the morning. And I've got to say, there she is. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, look there. at this. Look at this. We've got to nickname him Captain America from now on. Look it's, at that chest. Look at that. Look at that. Probably had to put my bra on if I'd have known it wouldn't be that close. <laughs> You're all the star <laughs> in like, my eyes. I'm like, Eva Ertzigova. Come on, boys. There you go. Anyway, so that's cool. it. More money than sense. 50 notes. Our last nearly strung me up. And he liked it. <laughs> but I think it's fab. All that, what we said early to us, I, I apologise. I take it all back. I actually really do like it. So I bought my centre shirt. Good feel. It looks good on you, actually, mate. Captain America. Oh, thanks very much. Thanks very much. Very good. Right, lads, before we go into results, uh, let's do a quick recap on the um, the transfer, the summer transfers, because obviously that closed last week uh, with some last-minute... Um, Incomings, should we say, and of course, uh, the captain outgoing. 
Um, Ian, I'll I'll put my um, I'll put my hand on the block. I think the signing for me, the most exciting signing, um, is Sam Cosgrove. I think that's the sort of signing we don't do enough. Twenty-six-year-old, experience. He's, he's he's in his prime, isn't he? He's 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 got the pedigree. He's got the experience. Everything. That is the signing that makes makes me most excited. What about you? Um, I know nothing about him. I'll be honest. I know all about him. Anyway, thanks, lads. <laughs> I genuinely don't know anything about him. He can't be that good. Um, <laughs> wow. I, um, summer signings. Um, I still stick to what I say that the squad isn't as strong as it has been. Uh, I think we've had players who are good championship or even in the Premier League now players who've gone and we've got probably good League One players. I'm not slating the transfer policy because I think when you look at them individually, I think there are some good signings there. I just think of the overall quality of the squad. When you've, you've no longer got a Moa, you've no longer got a Morris, a Woodrow, a Pinnock. It's uh, the balance, isn't it? The balance is a bit on the light side in regards to experience and, and everything else. Yeah. And it's a whole new, it's a whole new defence. Um, but um, I, I, I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about Cos, Cosgrove, uh, but they've certainly um, gone heavy on strikers. Um, they, to be fair, they've probably, they probably strengthened in all the positions we needed to. So you can't knock them for that, can you? No, no. Steve, uh, your thoughts after the transfer deadline. We knew Kitchen was obviously going, cashed in on him. Uh, brought Sam Cosgrove in and on a free transfer. So we, we've not spent that much, which has to be good in, in regards to the future of the club. Is there anybody on that list that we brought in that excites you What for whatever reason? <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I, I go to the match on against Grimsby where he, I mean, he, 11 changes near enough. Um, it was, yeah. Which I thought were great. Let's have a look at these new players. Let's have a look at some of these young lads. Um, Cosgrove, like Ian says, no, no idea. New note about him. Having said that, new note about Mads Anderson when Mads Anderson came in. Um, new note about Owen Dodgson, who had a great game on Tuesday. Uh, looks a really, really good player. So that's another bit of good business from Burnley. Uh, I just think, is it as best transfer window? No, not really. However, we, we have strengthened... If you want to look at youth in the positions we wanted, all right, we've not got as much experience perhaps as we'd like. But that's it now. We can't do nothing about it. These are the players we've got. We've got a good mix of players that seem to be wanting to play, uh, especially like Theo Chapman is exciting me. If you want to, if you want to say who's exciting me at the minute, I think he looks he looks a really good player. I've got to say, I think future's not as dull as some people are making it out to be. I think we've got the makings of a decent side. It's just a case of Collins now putting it together, getting his first 11 and mixing the enthusiasm of youth and newer players with perhaps some of the, you know, uh, players that's been here for a couple of years that, that are established. Yeah. The, 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 the pizza trophy is never anything that, Sort of excites fans. Two and a half thousand people there on on Tuesday night. I thought you were sat there on your own actually when you, when you sent me that picture. Yeah, a lot I of them. Were only you and 
A lot of them came in late. BBC Radio Sheffield weren't even there. It was Humberside Hospital Radio, and obviously I follow. Um, I think the, the, the one thing that we haven't mentioned, which um, is a huge plus, is the return of McCarthy, obviously, you know, a, a, an injury for a year almost. And I tell you what, I, what brought me joy is leadership qualities that I saw. We've talked about before about... You, I can't knock Jordan Williams because I think he's just a professional footballer. I don't see him as a leader of man in a red shirt. I see McCarthy play. I hear him. I, he is vocal. He's arm around the shoulder. And, you know, that is the sort of player we need. The problem is with all these players we brought in, who would you take out? Because he's, the defence is pretty much sorted, you would, you, you know, you, you could say. Um, how, a, a double question is for both of you, Ian. Would you put McCarthy, when fully fit, back into the main squad? And is he captain material? And if he is, who, who makes way for him? Um, I wouldn't rush him back. Two reasons. One, he's been out a long time. It is good to see him back. Two, um, you can't knock Lapata and Shepard with two clean sheets um, in a row. Both away games, they've looked good as well at the back. Um so the positive for me is this competition for places. Yeah. Um, I think probably not in midfield. I think the midfield pretty much. <laughs> but um, up front and in defence, we've got we've got potentially a couple of players for each position. Um, is he captain material potentially? Uh, I still think Luke O'Connell will probably be the captain when he comes back if he if that's pretty soon. Um, but it's nice. I would ease him back in, give him minutes. Tuesday night was ideal. It was ideal for him, for Aidan Marsh, for loads of players. The French lad at the back, it was perfect and, and spot on for Collins to pick that team because it gave them minutes. Um, but I, I like the fact that we've got um, we've got a bit of competition for places in, right across the across the uh, starting eleven. Mm. Steve, what are your thoughts on McCarthy? Looked steady. Looked uh, played well. Uh, and there's one thing that I do disagree with Ian about, and that's midfield. I think likes of Phillips and Kane, I'll be worried from what I watched on, on Tuesday night. I think there's a couple of players there that are certainly going to push Phillips. Because again, Phillips for me just does not do enough. I'm sorry, but he doesn't. Um, some of the young lads, as I say, I mentioned Chapman earlier on. Naaman looked good, but sort of tailed off second half but then again everybody tailed off second half because it was like watching bloody paint dry first mm -hmm. half were all right um but it's how he's going to fit him in yeah because you know who you're going to drop you can't really drop Cole because he's scoring you've got cosgrove coming in who looked looked a handful big lad up front looked tidy on the floor and, and put himself about waters didn't have a bad game he's he's getting up to speed you've got mcatee to fit in there um if Styles is stopping, which obviously is now, you'd think he's going to try and integrate him somewhere inside. You've got Connell uh, to come back as because well. If, 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 yeah, Connell to come back, obviously. What I was going to say as well was the performance Dodgson put in, Cadden's place is not safe at all because he looked as good going forward as he does defending. And that's always been Cadden's problem for me. He's good going forward, but he gets caught upfield too much. Other side, does Williams go back out onto it right at the expense of Cotter to, to make a place for McCarthy? Well, you could do that, but Williams and Cotter are very, very similar anyway. Uh, so that 
what's that other lad's called? Lofthouse. Loftus. Lofthouse. Lofthouse, yeah. yeah. Cracking game. I had a cracking game on that right hand side. So you know what? Future is is I think future's looking good with some of these young lads. And the difference between them and your established players is they looked hungry for it on Tuesday. Yeah. You know, awesome. it were only Grimsby in Pizza Cup that nobody cares about. They proved that, but they actually played for shirt and that were that were really good to see. I, th I think part of that was, and I don't know if that came over on any coverage, Neil Collins lost his shit several times, shouting, <laughs> pointing, blaming. I mean, if he, he said in, 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 the, in the, the, the preview in the programme that they want to win every match, I tell you what, he, he wasn't happy. Because the first 20 minutes, it was all Grimsby possession. They didn't really do much yep. with it, but they were very much in possession. They played some nice football, Grimsby. Grimsby they, played some nice football, they and they have a couple of players there that there were a, a big, excuse me, big coloured lad in, in middle up front who cut through us three or four yeah. times yeah. and looked really, really good. Because uh, I said as to our last one, because she were, I made her watch it, as you do. I tied it to chair and said, you're watching this. Um <laughs> You know, even she said that lad by has just ripped us apart, and and he did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Grimsby were were no were no pushovers. Let's put it that way. I think what Grimsby did well is when they came forward, they did with pace, and they went forward with the intention of breaching our defence. When Barnsley got possession, it was very much backwards, sideways. We never really used any pace to drive at them, and and obviously then the goal. Um, I mean, Corey O'Keefe, we've not mentioned, but. I think it's fair to say that, especially wing-backs, there's, there's plenty of cover. Even at the back, um, Jamie McCart, I thought, had a, had a decent, steady, steady game. game. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, he did. So, and obviously players... Nathan James out. came on as well. Nathan, Nathan James came on last 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah, he came you know, on. You can't, you can't fault him. They didn't come on and have a stinker or all like that. They they actually all played really well. Uh, and, and a huge... Um, well done. I, I was quite impressed with uh, the young lads from the uh, from the academy. Younger Nathan, really, really tenacious. Um, yeah. It, it doesn't look, and I understand, sort of, it doesn't look like a footballer, you know, like thin legs. But I tell you what, every time somebody were coming, he threw his buddy in the way, sliding on the floor. Um, it was just really good to see that they were up for it. Because the worst thing is when you go to Oakwell and it's a pizza cup match, that it's like, mm. but actually, Neil Collins got him fired up. That, and the good thing was 75% of the first team came to watch. They were set in the West Stand. And I agree. I think some of those players will be looking and thinking, I need to pull my socks up. So, overall, pretty happy with what we came out with. Not only the Grimsby match, but at the transfer period, we seem to have more cover in, and, and, you know, strength in depth seems to have improved a little bit. Quick note on those that have departed. So, Andy Dallas has gone back, uh, has gone up north to Kilmarnock. And Oli Shaw, we mentioned Oli Shaw on the previous show, never really got a run or a, when he did get a cameo appearance, never really did anything. So he's gone back to Motherwell, uh, both on an end-of-season loan. Um, it's fair to say that we've upgraded Oli Shaw with Sam Cosgrove. I know you don't know much about him, but to me, he is just that traditional League One striker. He's a biggish lad. He's not the slowest. He puts himself about. Those Grimsby defenders had handful and oh. constantly in the rear. And I'm, yeah, excited to see what that brings. Um Let's talk about Cheltenham then, because um, decent 2-0 victory. Um, some people say mm, you know, it's, it's only Cheltenham, but early on in the season, Ian, it's, it's confusing, isn't it? Because you look at the table 
And some teams that we were expecting to maybe do really well are maybe struggling a little bit. Teams that we wouldn't have thought of are, are top of the table. So you need to take every team, you know, as you would anyway, yeah. deadly serious. But Devante Cole, yet again, and nice for Max Waters to get, you know, in the, the 90 second minutes to, to, to get his name on the score sheet. Yeah, I thought it was a professional performance. I think potentially it was a banana skin. They hadn't scored. They still haven't scored this season. But they, they certainly had a go. Um, I don't think there's any easy game, particularly certainly away from home in this league. Uh, professional performance. What you were saying about Tuesday night when we get the ball and it's a bit slow and that. I think counter-attacking away from home suits us. You look at the goal for Cole, the, the counter-attack from their corner. Um, at Wigan, we hit them on the counter constantly with the pace. Uh, and that's where sometimes Phillips does come in well. He's got a bit of pace and he'll carry the ball. But I agree with Steve, he's not a 90-minute man. But that was potentially a banana skin. We could have dropped points there if we weren't careful. And, and you, you're right. Um, um, despite a really good start to the season for myself with my accumulators, uh, I've had a couple of really bad weeks. Because <laughs> teams that you think... I mean, who'd have, who'd have thought Charlton? Sack the manager, been poor. You, you, yeah. there's, there's been a few teams that, in, in all the leagues... The scores and form is still waiting to gel, isn't it, for the season? Yeah. Uh, get the international break out of the way, and teams things will settle down. So all you could all you can ask for is a clean sheet away from home and a solid performance of three points. Can't, can't knock it. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? You Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And you've got to mention Roberts in that as well. Because he's, yeah. he's yeah. looking... Yeah. He's looking... What a signing that could be. I tell you we, what, I I mean, like, as a goalkeeper, he's a great shot stopper, Matt. But I love the way he celebrates the goals. He yeah. absolutely turns to the to, to the Barnes fans. He's proper yeah. like as always a local lad. He's he's loving it. He'd, yeah. he'd take it. I thought he was going to take his shirt off and run into the end. He yeah. is. He's, no, he's, he's really up for it. So yeah, he's looking great. really good. He and is. I don't know if I missed if I missed this particular tweet saying that Aidan Marsh only gets inside because he's a local lad. I'll tell you what, if he keeps playing like he's doing, he's mm. going to be one of the first names on well, team what, sheet every week. What's that? Because two, he's, two assists in two games, is it? And yeah, he's only come off yeah, the bench for a short time. He's looking, he's looking on fire, that young lad. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It's funny, isn't it? Because he almost divides opinion. I said on Tuesday the other day, I think it's great that, you know, he went, he's a Barnsley lad, went to a Barnsley school, went into the academy worked his way up and he's now getting his chances and he's rewarding Neil Collins with those chances. I I, I am not 100% sure if he'll this season be 
you know, involved much because I think there's this the strikers that are ahead of him. I think being in the squad and giving him five, ten minutes or 50 minutes, whatever, 20 minutes, I think will will do him good. Um he's just clinical, isn't he? He's yeah. just in the right place, the right time. Another player that we haven't mentioned um from Tuesday. I don't know what your opinion was, because obviously um Josh Benson played as well. Um and you know, we've talked about Phillips and how maybe oh, we don't know how far Connell is away. I, I, I don't know if you if, if if you watched it, but thoughts on on Josh Benson, Steve. Obviously, he's he's been out for quite some time, but when he was signed, he was always going to be. He was that marquee signing, wasn't he? He came from Burnley, and, and the experience that he brought. It's never real. He had last season in this cup a, a couple of decent matches, especially. Um, we played away. Where was it? And we won like five nil or whatever. And he, he kept scoring. Doncaster. It was yeah. Um, thoughts on Josh Benson, Steve? Jury's out. Well, jury's definitely out. I have the same opinion about Benson. I think as I did with Herbie Kane. Um, a lot of money was spent. Um, He's had a couple of good games and then he was shocking. Then he was had an injury. Then he came back and had another couple of good games. And then he was shocking again. And there were questions about his attitude, whether he was just a big, you know, I thought he were a big time Charlie, thought he better than he, better than he actually was. Um, I watched him Tuesday. Yeah, he looked, he looked busy. He kept getting stuck in. But it just didn't. For me, he didn't create a great deal. And to say he's supposed to be this silky smooth midfielder, same as Kane, um, I'm not seeing, and we talked about it on last show, I'm not seeing that final quality pass from him. A lot of the stuff is coming from wings, which is great. Don't get me wrong, which is great. But midfield is still a big question mark for me, quality-wise. Um, although Russell... After slagging him off first couple of games, because it was like turning an oil tanker, um, it's just like a slightly smaller tugboat now. Um, but he's had a couple of really good. He has had a really couple of really good games, and he looks comfortable yeah. on the ball. But he needs he needs that space. He needs to create that yard of space so he can actually look and see what he's doing. And I think he will get better with that. As soon as you close Russell down, he tries a fancy flick and he just loses it. So. You know, midfield is still going to be an enigma this season until he gets it sorted out who he wants, I think, for me. Yeah. Um, it, it's fair to say that on his debut, uh, Mel de Givgny, the French lad, uh, had a bit of a mare. Um, you know, luckily not getting a red, but getting a yellow card. Give Nicely him put, mate. Nicely put. Yeah. Um, I was happy. I, I felt happy for him, but I'm that guy. That when he was taken off, the 2,500 people at Eastland actually clapped him because he, he seemed to be... I'll tell you what he did that reminded me, the only time he reminded me of Liam Kitchen is those surging runs forward. You know when he got the ball at one point, he just kept going, going past people and then trying to put a ball in, but that ball was either too wide, too high, not long enough or not enough pace on it. Um, this match is ideal, isn't it? Because we've seen with Mads Anderson what confidence can do in that first season when he came with us. When everybody were booing him every time he had the wrong ball or he missed a header or, or, or anything else. It's important that we show patience, isn't it, with Ian, with, with these players? Because look at Anderson. I know we keep saying COVID did Anderson the world of good because the fans weren't getting on his back. But hopefully we don't have another COVID for X amount of years. So the Givney will be playing in front of fans. We just need to show a bit of patience, don't we? 
Yeah, we do. And and that could be with a few of the signings. The hope is that we stay injury free so that then Collins can pick the right minutes, the right games for these players. And we don't suddenly have to throw a young lad in who's new to the country, trying to probably settle in in a hotel and then expect performances out of him. It, it doesn't happen, does it? You know, um, so I do think that um, he can be eased in and, and that's hopefully uh, we'll, we'll see uh, get a run in the side, but it, I don't know. Do you play him? <laughs> I know we've got, is this, in, what I would say is, is, is this international break at the right time or the wrong time? Because we've just won back-to-back wins, away wins. We've won in the pizza cup. Would you not want to play again? Or does it give Collins now a good bit of time on the training pitch and players like Benson and McCarthy, a bit more time to get fitter, ready for two back-to-back home games in three or four days? I don't know. I'd like to have seen us play on Saturday, I think, after after what we've just done. Yeah. And obviously, and I know we said it before, you, you have to take every match seriously. But Steve, next up are Burton. Um, haven't won one yet. Drew one, lost five, minus seven goal difference. It's probably the sort of match you, you want to come back from. I mean, they'll have a chance to regroup and everything else. There are no easy matches, but two home games is ideal. We're in ninth at the moment to try and push up that table because expectation is there to try and go one better than last season or has that changed for you no um i think from the beginning of the season collins is getting an idea of his players this international break gives him chance to integrate them all into a team um and like ian says get some training done set pieces stuff like that burton's not going to be an easy game at all because it never is. Burton will come and they'll frustrate us because Burton always come and frustrate us. We always seem to find find it difficult. Um, it's it's keeping that momentum going again, like we always say, keeping that morale going. And if we if we can get something out of Burton, which is no reason why we shouldn't, to be honest. It's, it's quite a good run at next four or five games when you look at the teams that we're playing. I think there's only Portsmouth that you would class. Um, that's, that's the game after on the Tuesday. That's isn't the it? game after on yeah. the Tuesday. Um, that, you know, Portsmouth, you know, historically are a good side. But we're at home. And I think that's the thing we need to make Oak Well. I know we joke about it. We need to make Oak Well that fortress again, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Because that's where your momentum, that's where your morale, that's where your enthusiasm will build when you've got 12,000, 13,000 cheering for you. Mm. Um, I mean, I think we've, we've, we've spent quite a bit of time on taking stock of where we are, not only on the pitch, but off the pitch with reinforcements and everything else. So the first game back is Burton. So just to sort of close off, both on you, or we can do it together, but... Given the fact that you've seen some of the new signings, given the fact you've seen some of these you know, academy fringe players, there we say, and we know who's departed, what starting in 11 would you start with against Burton? I don't think the opponents should influence. No, you know, I don't think it will. Have, the fact that they haven't won is not. Maybe you look at height no. or whatever. I mean, I think... I'll, I'll be honest. Um, I... I keep I, I for me you need to start with Cosgrove. Cosgrove and Cole, I think, will become a formidable duo 
in League One. I, I genuinely yeah. think so. He'll probably break his leg and never play again. But for me, that for a League One strike force, Cole having six in six, that's going to put a bit of ooh on any defence. And if you play a team that haven't won a match yet, then yeah. So at the back, we know Roberts. This Killer did well, to be fair, Tuesday. But you play Roberts. If you're going to go, what what we're playing? Three five two. What what? How are we playing? It, 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 it suits yeah. us, doesn't it? I think yeah. I think Burton Burton at Oakwell is a, are a different proposition to Burton at their place. I think they're a bit of a bogey side down there, so yeah. I'll be com comfortable. We'll see them off, but I'd like to probably keep that back three that's played these last couple of games, a couple of league games. Um, I don't see why you'd want to drop Shepherd or Lapata. No. No, um, I think it's been a revelation. No, it picks no. itself. I think Cotter has deserved a uh, start. You look at Cadden. I know I agree with yeah. Steve. Sometimes defensively, he can get caught out, but he's got one of the best assists and goals um, so far this season. Midfield, I don't know, Steve. What do you think? I think it's gonna. Does it pick itself? But then, you, like I say, you've got Stanley. Nah. If, if, if Cummel's back, if Cummel's back, do you drop Phillips? I don't, think, I don't think he'll be I back. I don't think Cummel'll be back. He said, no. "What was his?" Um, he said in an interview, "He's only he's only just started running on the training pitch, yeah. so he's, he's miles it's off." It's going to be at least yeah. another four to six weeks, I think, before Connell'll yeah, be, okay. be back. So, do you make do you make changes in that midfield then? We see. Thing for me, we don't know what contract McAtee's on because thing is if Luton have said yeah you can have him on loan but he needs to play X amount of games or he needs to play all the time it's fitting McAtee in do you play him as a striker do you play him behind front two so yes, you're playing you more play. of a more of a I, I, I go with Cosgrove and, and, and Cole I think he might he might try that but then again he might just go with Cole and Waters because at the minute Let's be fair, Waters could do we a run inside and then bring Cosgrove in. But your midfield, for me, I'd, Phillips, I'd, I'd put Phillips on bench. I'm sorry, he's not he's not inspiring me in any way, shape or form. Would you, so, would you, play, so, would you play Styles in that number 10? Was it number 10? That, that role just behind the two strikers? Yeah. Into your international? Into your Hungary? He is, but when he's back... Oh, when he's back, yeah, I don't yeah, know but, because the thing yeah, is, your back to Mac, your McAtee question is: is would he be better in that position than Styles yeah. would be? Yeah, I, 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 absolutely. I mean, he's not blown me away, Styles this this season. No, not yet, um, not yet. No, um, you think Russell will play because Russell yeah. can play that holding that holding yeah. midfield role. So and it's basically uh, Kane and Phillips, isn't it? That you. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see we've got, and this is what I'm saying, we've got options now that you could actually throw more of an attacking, like a striker. Well, I, playing on deeper. Tuesday night, I would say I, I I watched probably two or three players that were head and shoulders above Phillips at the minute and probably above Kane as well because if Kane's still moaning and groaning that he didn't get a move, he won't be anywhere near first first team squad, to be honest. And he's not, he's not, He's not shown any reason why he should be, because no. you you say Carlo about, and we did it at, at Cheltenham. We've done it a couple of games now. Kane, for some reason, is having great difficulty passing ball forward. It's either sideways or it's back. I'm not saying he's not putting himself about and picking ball up, and he looks really industrious. But everything he's playing, it's sideways or it's backwards. And this is what yeah. I said a couple of weeks back. We need somebody who's going to play that killer ball, not just front wings from midfield as well. And I, yeah. 
I, I still have question marks about it. It's, it's interesting with Waters because he's just got a goal and, and confidence is everything, isn't it? Certainly for yeah, strikers. Yeah, it is. So it, do, do, you, do you say, right, we'll give you another 60, 70 minutes against Burton and, and keep Cosgrove on a tight leash um, and see what Waters does? Because he's just got his goal and he'll be buzzing from that. Do you then drop him to the bench? Does that is that counterproductive? It's it's some tough decisions for Collins here. Yeah, oh, it is. And and I tell you what, besides the fact that he got a goal, which is always good, his work rate. I mean, a lot of people have talked about Watters and his work rate, and maybe not always pressing as hard as what Cole does or anything. I thought on Tuesday, Watters ran his absolute heart out. He chased. Yeah. He proper. You know, um, and it's going to be interesting. But I think it's it's good to have these discussions, even not knowing what the line is going to be, because. I think I, I agree with with both of you. I think a few of these players have given Neil Collins another problem to think about, and and that's what you want to do, isn't it? He needs these problems yeah. to get the best possible eleven out there. Too, too often, um, the the eleven starting eleven has picked itself, and the benches look weak. Now yeah. this starting eleven, some of the key positions do pick themselves. Roberts, we know that Cole, etc. But generally, there's there's probably four easily four spots up. And yeah. that bench is looking stronger now. A lot so better. Looking it, a lot it, better. We're in a much better place. And 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 again, um, you know, I think what the club has done sort of indirectly, not as a club, is you know when we signed Jack Shepard and they're like, We're in the league and we need to get promoted and we're buying from this and buying for that. That lad could be the next Mark Roberts, the the, the next um Helic, you know, the, the next kitchen, I suppose, because the early signs are They've got a gem there. Well, they? let's face yeah. it. Apart from from Da Vinci, yeah. <laughs> um, who let's face it had a had a shocking first forty minutes before he took him off. Everybody else that's played, including young lads as well, yeah, have not looked out of place. They've not looked uh, overwhelmed. They've not, you know, they've played for shirt. Well, let's face it. That's all we want them to do. One hundred percent. The future looks bright, bright red with big white stars on it. <laughs> You've been listening to the Reds Report. Proud to be part of the TalkSport Networks of fans. <laughs> Reds Report, Ian, Stevie and myself will be on Twitter arguing, sharing pictures, looking at Ian. Them sort of pictures. Them pictures again. Where are you going? Where are you going Ian's, with it? Ian cycling another thousand miles before Christmas this year, apparently. Uh, we'll, we'll be back. Um, probably not next week because you know there is really no match at the weekend. Um, but we'll be back in ten days or so. Looking forward to the Burton and Bumpy doubleheader. Thanks for listening. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping and Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. 
Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. UN, UREDS, at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on demand destination for the UK's best fan led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis, and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network. <laughs>